Man, what an awesome time of worship. Man, I, me and Brandon have talked a lot about, um, in the past two years that we've been here now, about how hard it is to find musicians. And I'm not saying that we don't need any more musicians. If, you, if you're playing and you want to worship with us on stage, please come and do that. But we got some pretty awesome musicians, right? Isn't that awesome? So good. Such a great time of worship. And I really appreciate Brian coming and helping out. Um, and and as, you, as you know, last week we prayed for Brandon because he's in India right now, and I'm sure Lauren is missing him just like we all are, um, but he's doing some really cool stuff, and I, and I just want to ask you to continue praying for him. He's, he's working with pastors in India um, and, and training them to preach, which we know Brandon's a really awesome preacher, so he's probably going to be really good at training them to do that, um, um, and training them to speak to their culture and to speak to the people in that nation um, that, uh, that need to hear the gospel. So it's really cool. We need to keep Brandon in our prayers. Um, and uh, um, hopefully, um, as I speak, you won't only be reminded of the fact that Brandon's an awesome preacher, <laughs> um, because we're going to look at, at the Word, and I want, you, I want you to get something from it. But before we start, let's just pray really quick. So Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this time that we have to come and worship you. Thank you for your amazing grace. Lord, that it's so true and, and that it affects our life and, and that it's, um, it's not in vain that we worship, Lord, that when we stand before you and worship, we're praising a God who cares and a God who loves and we're praising a God for, for who he's, what he's done and what you've done and, and what you're going to do, Lord, who you are, that you are good um, and you are strong. Lord, I pray that as I speak, that you would speak through me, Lord, that it would not be my words um, <laughs> trying to change people, Lord, but it would be your word working in, in everyone here um, in their hearts, Lord, Lord, because I know I'm going to stumble <laughs> as I speak, um, and, uh, and Lord, I pray that, that your word would be what's clear, and that your, your word and your power would be what changes people, Lord, because we know that's the only thing that can change hearts, Lord, and can change lives. Lord, I do pray that tonight people would hear your gospel, and, and their hearts would be changed to you and drawn to you, Lord. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Awesome. All right. I'm really excited and a little nervous, but here's how I'm going to start off. I'm going to have some friends come up because I'm going to tell you a story. JD and Tatum, if y'all want to go ahead and come up. When I was in high school and middle school, I was pretty dumb, so not that different from now, I guess. Um, but I man, that's going to fall again. Everybody saw it happening, didn't you? Uh, but I made a lot of really dumb mistakes, and so you can just can't come stand right here in front. Um, and I, I did. I got in a lot of fights in middle school and high school. And this isn't exactly a fight because it ended really fast, I guess. But it was really dumb. And and the reason I have Tatum and JD up here is because I want you to see how ridiculous it was. Okay. So there was this guy named Joey. So JD's gonna be Joey today. You're Joey. What's up, Joey? And Tatum is actually gonna be me. Cool. <laughs> You're like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I can. Uh, you are kind of just like a little girl, I guess, right? No. Um, just kidding. Don't don't ever repeat that. I'll fight you. Um, but yeah, the, the reason, what I want you to see is the, the size difference, right? JD could probably pummel anybody in here in like one swing. Um, I was like, nah, nah, man. <laughs> hey, hey, come on, come on. <laughs> but right, but J, JD's a tough guy, right? Y'all, y'all can see that. He's a strong big guy. And not that Tatum is weak or anything, but um, she could be mistaken for, for at least a high school student, I think, right? She's, she's a little bitty, right? And, uh, but so sweet, so sweet. Um, and so what happened was we were in the locker room, all right? Y- y'all ready? You ready for this? We're in, the, we're in the locker room, and we're just teasing like we do, 
right, like you do in the locker room after a basketball practice. I'm in seventh grade, and, and we're teasing back and forth. And then I, don't, I really honestly don't know what happened next because, like, a, a switch just flipped in my brain. Maybe it was just, um, you know, middle school hormones or something like that. But I, I did this right here. He said something to me, and I just went, bam, bam, right there. I slapped him right in the face as hard as I could. And Tatum is just too sweet to really hit him. But I bet you could if you tried that. I hit him so hard. And, and what I want you to see, I just thought about this earlier when I was telling Brian about this illustration. I thought about the, uh, I thought about the, the, the scene in Tarzan. I'm talking about the Disney one. I was like, nerd. <laughs> just the scene in Tarzan where, um, where Tarzan is holding back like the, the papa ape, you know what I mean? Because he's just going ape on him right now. And he's like, and he's like going after him. And Tarzan, Tarzan says, go now, right? He like tells him to leave and because that's exactly what happened. Like my buddy's got Joey's arm. So like he's holding, he's holding Joey's arms back and I'm standing there and, and I wasn't smiling like Tatum. But, um, <laughs> uh, but I was standing there where, where Tatum is and, and it's like, it's like Papa Ape, you know what I mean? He's like three times my size and just about to like eat me. Like he's about to eat me alive, I think. And, um, and I just go, I went like this. So Tatum's standing there, I went like this. I went, yeah, step off and walked away and walked away. Be, I mean, honestly, because he was being held back, right? I was, I was I would have died if I had said anything else. Thank y'all for coming up. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so, so obviously, I did not handle that conflict very well. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> um, but my question today for us is, how should we handle conflict? Because I know we all get into conflict, right? Maybe it's not as silly as that usual, but, um, but we get into conflict often. Um, and what I, what, I want, what I want us to see is that Paul, and we're going through Philippians still, so if you would like to turn to Philippians chapter 4, that's where we're at, chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. And, and what we're going to look at is the fact that, that Paul knew how to, how to handle conflict. He knew how to ha- handle it really well. He'd been in, in a lot of conflict, right? When he wrote this epistle, he was in prison, right? He was in a dungeon. And he planted churches everywhere, right? All the epistles are letters to the churches that he planted, <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Um, so he knew conflict, and he knew churches, and he knew church conflict, and he knew conflict between believers. And so I think it's important that we, that we look at what he, what he said. So let's, let's read that. We're going to read verses 2 and 3 of Philippians chapter 4. It says this, I entreat Euodia, and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. I think we can see already, it's pretty obvious. This is an easy passage, right? How should we handle conflict, right? Between believers, right, we're going to be in conflict, but what we have to remember is that when we're faced with conflict, we need to seek reconciliation in the Lord, okay? And I know it's like, wordy, but right when, 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 we have, when we have conflict with other believers, we need to seek reconciliation in the Lord. When we find ourselves bent against each other, right, like, like me and Joey, <laughs> and because I slapped him in the face, right, Euodia, maybe Euodia just like slapped Syntyche in the face really hard, I don't know. Um, we, need to, we need to seek reconciliation in the Lord. But what we know about these two women, um, Euodia and Syntyche, is that they were leaders in the church, um, and it doesn't really say it in that passage, but uh, the assumption for most people is that they were, they were probably in the church at Philippi 
since it started, like way back when, when, uh, when Paul went and, and planted that church. So they, were, they had been there for a really long time, right? They were really involved. Um, they, people looked at them for leadership um, and, and how to be a Christian, right? How to be a believer in Christ. Um, so they were like um, people that ran the, <laughs> that ran, run, run ministries, right? They were the Pam Copelands of the Philippi Church, right? What's up, right? They, they were solid, right? They were cool people. Um, but but they, they got into a fight, obviously, because he's addressing it from prison. It must have been a big enough deal that he wanted to write to them and tell them to, hey, get along. Um, but, but one thing I want you to notice about their conflict, one thing I want you to see is that their conflict um, had potential um, to destroy the testimony of the church. And, and this is something that I, I really want us to really think about because um, we get into a lot of stupid Stupid fights, right, between each other. Um, whether it's differences in a church like Southcrest, differences because of age, right? This is a group of university students going, man, those old people, they don't understand me. Like, <laughs> they don't get who I am. Um, they, they don't like different weird music. I don't understand that. I don't like that. Um, or, or there's other conflicts like um, this is a little uh, deep, theologically weird, so um, I'm not going to go too far into it because it's not worth it. Um, but man, how many times, those of you um, that know what I'm talking about, how many times have you, have you uh, heard conflicts, especially in Lubbock, over the doctrine of, um, of election, right? Um, it's Calvinism is what it is, okay? And, and I'm not about to tell you my opinion on the topic, but man, man, how many times have you ever heard somebody argue about something like that? And then you have, you have young believers and, and, and unbelievers standing by going, yeah, that's, that's what church is. That's what church is, is people um, bent against each other over something, something like that. that man, I'm not going to say it's not important. It's important that we know about the Bible and that we interpret the Bible and that we understand what God says. But man, we, we, can't, let it, we can't let it break um, and distort the testimony of the church. It is not worth it. It is just not worth it. When we are faced with conflict, we must, we must seek reconciliation in the Lord. We must do this. Um, I'm going to help explain that by by a story. Most of y'all have been rafting, right? Yes? No? I love rafting. And if you haven't signed up for the Colorado trip in July, I think it is, um, you need to sign up because it's going to be really awesome. And and um and I mean ask somebody that's been. It is so cool. When when we get in there, one of the cool one of the best things we do, the rafting thing, is we raft through the Royal Gorge. And I don't know if you know or if you've been to the Royal Gorge or seen pictures of the Royal Gorge, but it is huge. It is royal. It's big. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like thousand foot. I'm not even kidding. Like thousand foot walls of of rock um, that just go straight up. It is crazy. And there's a little river flowing through it. And when you're standing at the top, it's like you can barely tell there's a river down there. It's huge. Um, but one of the things that comes with that is when you got these thousand-foot walls of sharp rocks, um, if you're going to try to raft through that in a boat, you've got to really, you got to be together. You've got to work together. And if you've been rafting, you know that right when you get into the boat, you've got uh, you probably like uh, six or seven um, of your buddies that are all rafting, and they're paddling together, and then you have a guide at the back that's telling you commands, and they're saying, they're saying 
forward one or back two or something like that. And sometimes they do reverse commands on each side so you can turn real sharp, like in the Royal Gorge when you've got sharp turns and sharp rocks and you've got to avoid them. So you've got to pay attention. And so he says, hey, above all, you've got to listen to me. You've got to hear what I'm saying. All right? and, and if you've been rafting, you're going to get what I'm saying. Have you ever been paddling, all right? and you're paddling along, and he's like, forward one. And you're like, I know what that means. Right? And he says, forward two or back two, and you do it. And then, and then he says, so he says something like, we got, a hard, we got a hard row, so go three. He says, go three, so you got to paddle three times. And so you paddle once, and you paddle a second time, and on, your, and on your third paddle, you reach up, and the guy behind you who wasn't paying attention decided he wanted to paddle the opposite direction, so he, like, catches your paddle and pulls you back, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. Can't you, can't you listen? Right? Can't you just pay attention? What would happen, what would happen if, when, if when he did that, or she did that, you just stop paddling too, and you turned around and you're like, you just hit my paddle. Do you realize what you've done? Um, why am I using that voice? Gosh, I'm turning into Brandon. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Lauren's smiling. She's like, yeah, you need to stop that. Um, right, that, that would ruin the whole thing, right? It, it would not be good because now there's not only one person that's not paddling the right way. There's two people that aren't paddling the right way. And, and do you see, see what, I'm, what I'm trying to say here is that man, we're in this together, and if I'm, I'm going to stop and get all mad at somebody and, 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 and stir up some conflict with somebody, it just makes things worse, right? Um, but I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, that's a silly example, but you don't understand what they did to me, right? David, that's sweet. That's a nice you know, suggestion, but you don't, you don't understand what they did to me. You don't understand what, what he said. Man, we were, we were buddies, and he let me down. You don't understand. Man, you don't understand how nice to her I was. I was so nice to her. I waited on her hand and foot, and she was so cruel to me. What you're thinking, right? Guys, I, this sounds like a cop-out. It sounds cheesy, but guys, what if Jesus had that attitude? I mean, I, I mean come on, like, really think about that. We were in conflict with God, sin us, we broke something, and what if, what if Jesus' response to that, God's response to that conflict was, well, you know what? I didn't make no mistake. <laughs> he probably would have said it was grammatically correct, but um, what if he did that, right? Um, I think we need to remember that um, when we start asking questions like that. Um, believers who are faced with conflict, that's us, Christians, um, should seek reconciliation in the Lord. But he doesn't just say, when you get in conflict with each other, you need to seek reconciliation. He's, he also talks about the conflict of others. So let's read one more time. Let's read verse 3 really quick. It says, Help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Believers who are near conflict, when we're in, around people who are in conflict, we should help bring, bring reconciliation in the Lord. Um, and yes, I'm talking about getting involved in other people's business. Um, when we're near conflict between Christians, between believers, we should help them reconcile that conflict with the help of God. Um, in, in verse 3, right, he says, Help these women. We have labored side by side um, together. Um, he says... Um, he says we are companions in the gospel. Yes, I, 
I ask you also, true companion. Um, when Paul says that, companion, um, the word picture that he's using there is two oxen and a yoke, so which is not something we see very often anymore. Um, but what he's saying is, is um, you're pulling, he says these two oxen and yoke, pulling the same load. Okay, we're, we're in this together. It, you're not alone. Okay, so um, what I want to... What I wanna, um, uh, do really quick, which I hope is going to be kind of a fun example, um, is I'm going to have Brian and actually a lot of the band come up really quick, and they're going to they're going to show you something because because I want what I want us to realize is is man, um, if we're if we're oxen in a yoke, right? If we're working together, we can't we can't just leave our fellow believers behind. So um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a little uh, a little role play thing here. Um, they're going to play themselves. And I'm going to play like the producer, right? I'm the producer over here. And so uh, they're going to play you a song, and then I'm going to show you something. Go ahead. It's going to be awesome. My favorite song ever. Our song is the same as Green Door, singing out late, tapping on your window. When we're on the phone, and you talk real slow. Because it's late, and your mama don't know. Our song. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a second. <laughs> hey, that was a good throw. You got a, do you have a drumstick sticking out of your leg? Because if you do... We need to rush you to the hospital. Uh, all right, you probably already get what I'm trying to say, all right? Brian's trying to lead this band, or uh, Tatum over there singing our song from Tay-Tay, My Bay. You know what I'm saying? Just kidding. That was... I'm not sure I said that. You should clarify you're talking about Taylor Swift. Not Sorry about that. That Tay. Tay-Tay. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Okay. Not Tatum. Ooh, man, I really messed that up bad. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Tatum. You know, what's funny is that's going to be on the podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast right now, just laugh. Just laugh. And her boyfriend's here. Her boyfriend's here. Oh, man. Dude, have grace. Please. Have grace. So right when we're, when we're playing together in a group, you already see if we're not working together, it doesn't just affect the people in conflict. So, so Colin back here decides he's going to play in a different key. Which was beautiful in your key. And Reese was like, that's bad, so I'm going to throw a drumstick at you and play a different beat. And it doesn't just affect them, right? If Tatum's singing the song, if Tay-Tay over here is singing the song, and, uh, and, she says, and she says, you know what? That's their conflict, so I'll just let them work it out. It, it doesn't work, right? They're all part of the same group. She can't just say, all right, y'all figure it out. I'm going to keep singing our song. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. But hey, if we work together, something cool happens, right? It sounded really good, though, right? So good. Thank y'all for doing that. Remember, really good musicians and very, uh, very gracious and kind when people say ridiculous things. I really, I really love the people that I get to work with. So, um, man, wow. Mm. You know, I, I honestly, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say now, just break the sounds here. If that's the worst thing I say today, I think I'll be okay, right? Right? Because it could get way worse. But sorry about that. So, right, we have to work together. We're in this together. We're, he says the two oxen and the yoke, right? The whole. The whole band together. If, if one person leaves, man, it, that's that's just not going to work. We can't just say, "Yeah, I'm going to let y'all figure it out." 
And I'll, to close that out and make this a little more clear, I want, I want to take you back to the rafting example. If you're in the boat, right, if you're in the boat traveling down the gorge and you're watching out for um, the rocks and you're, there's crazy rapids coming up because ra- rapids happen in life. We have curveballs. Some stuff comes up and, um, and you're not ready for it. Um, and and if, we, if we're doing good, right, you're doing good, you've been reading your Bible and... Uh, and uh, you've been praying, and you, you feel like, you feel like you're, you're working hard, you're, doing, you're being a good part of the team, but then you look across the raft, and, um, and two people are fighting. <laughs> Bad things start to happen, right? Uh, somebody's going to fall out of the boat. And that's another thing you know from, from going rafting, if you have, that's priority one. Somebody falls out of the boat, you have to get them back in the boat, right? Because if they fall out, y'all are all, y'all are all done, <laughs> Because you lost a paddle. <laughs> One side's not paddling, you're going to hit a rock. We can't, we can't just leave. We can't just leave our fellow believers. We can't just leave um, other Christians who are struggling, um, who are in conflicts. Believers who are near conflict should help bring reconciliation in the Lord. We have to. It's important. He, he, said, he said in verse 2, he said, I entreat you. He's not saying, I suggest to you it would be a good idea. He's saying, this is, this is important. You need to agree. We have to be able to resolve conflict. We have to be seeking reconciliation um, in the Lord with, with, with believers. Um, so how should believers handle conflict? Right? Um, we should seek reconciliation in the Lord. And, and when we are near conflict... We should help bring reconciliation in that conflict. Um, I, I want to um, close this out um, here here in a minute, but I want to I want to kind of tell you, I, obviously, with uh, slapping Joey in the face, um, I haven't handled conflict the best um, or the way that I should have. Um, and I have three older sisters and a younger brother. Ben is my younger brother, and I don't he and he's not here today, so I can talk bad about him. Just kidding. Um, and man, if you have siblings, you know, you get into a lot of conflict, right? You get into a lot of fights. And me and my brother, we did not handle conflict well. At least I, I should speak for myself. I did not handle our conflict well. Um, one time in particular I can think of, we, um, we're sitting, we like to play with like G.I. Joes and, and, uh, and all that stuff, army men. <laughs> JD said, "Nerd." Yeah, that's right. I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop doing that. That joke's old, right? That joke's getting old. But um, um, we used to play. We used to play with the army men Legos. Man, I was good. Good building Legos. And one time we had this little. It was like a Domino's box, but I think it had to have been made by by somebody um, like handmade because that was. It was like a heavy, like solid wooden box that we used to put army men in, and not Domino's. Um, and I don't even know what I said. I probably said some really mean things because we're brothers, and I said some mean things to my brother. But he just picked that box up. It's it like about this big. He just picked that box up and hit me on the head, and it broke. I'm telling you, he shattered. He shattered. I don't know if y'all remember that, but he shattered the box on my head. And and the thing about Ben is Ben is not a violent person, and he, but and he but he's very strong. And although, although he doesn't show his strength very much, I, he broke that box. And I did what any manly 10-year-old would do. I stood up and said, Mom! 
mom and started crying and ran out and found my mom and said, Ben, hit me over the head with a Domino's box. And uh, probably, yeah, it was probably like that. But man, I, yeah, so I, I haven't con- handled conflict well. Um, and I know that's something that, that hurt my mother, right? That, that hurt our relationship. And there's a lot of conflict with my brother and, 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 in, and in my family, really, um, with, with family members that I know that I don't, I don't han- handle well. And it hurts me now, especially with my brother looking back and seeing um, the effect that's had on our relationship. Um, but one thing I just want you to get with that <laughs> is um, contrary to what the world wants to teach us today and show us with the way they handle conflict, you can't just abandon your brother, right? Um, my brother, <laughs> me and him have lots of conflict, right? But he's in my family. That's my brother. And I can't just leave him. When you're, when you're part of a family... When you're working together as part of a family, you have to get along. You have to seek reconciliation. Now, I'm going to tell you really quick, though, as we close, about the the greatest conflict I've ever been in. When I was 13, um, I was at a uh, I was at a youth camp. It was actually the youth, the first youth camp that Brandon um, was ever at. This is the, this is the year I met Brandon, and y'all have heard him talk about Boyd Bettis, right? Boyd was the speaker at the camp, and we were in. It, we were. It was a uh, Cliff View, right, is what it was called. It was Cliff View, and it had this little tiny, it wasn't even meant to be a worship center, but it was just this tiny little dining hall that we would set up speakers in, and that was our worship center for our, for our youth camp. And, um, and he was talking about how um, my sin and the things that I had done had, had broken my relationship with God. He was talking about how I couldn't mend that, that there was nothing that I could do to fix that, and I was broken. I was like, man, I... I, I have not done what I was supposed to do. I broke the law. I hurt our relationship with God that was created to be perfect and eternal. And guys, I, I want us in this time to respond. Um, Brian's going to come up in, in just a moment and they're going to sing some more songs. We're going to sing about Jesus and who he is. But um, as we worship, I want us to, to think about the fact that we haven't handled our conflict well up to this point, right? If you're not a believer here, if you're not a Christian, you've got to feel the weight of sin, right? Maybe you're ignoring it. I ignored it for a really long time. Maybe you're ignoring it, but you've got to feel the weight of sin. Let me tell you, it's there. (laughs) We've broken our relationship with God. But what's cool, what's really cool, is that God sought out reconciliation, right? He sent His Son, Jesus, to live a perfect life, sinless and perfect. He died on a cross because we put Him there. He was tortured and He suffered, just as we feel like we suffer, just as we suffer. And He went and took the weight of our sin. He took the punishment that we deserved. But that's not the end of the story. He rose again. That's why we worship. That's why we sing. That's why we get emotional when we talk. <laughs> and do silly things like that. Whoops. Um, God is good, right? As awkward and weird as I am, God loves me. 
as, as many stupid things as I say, God loves me. He loves me. And all I have to do is accept his gift. Put my faith in him. Believe in who he is and confess that faith. Um, and and uh, Brian, you can go ahead and come up if you want to. We're going we're gonna to sing. Um, I'm going to pray in just a moment. And, but I really, you know, we, we've had this trend in the past couple of weeks of, of pushing y'all um, to, to really get up and move and respond. And just because Brandon's God, I don't want to stop that. So, um, Lauren, if you want to help me out and come up here, and, um, and Zach, that would be awesome. Um, I, I want us to respond because, because there's, there's really three camps you're in here right now, right? Um, you're either not a believer, and you're going, man, I, you know, you're right. I've messed up. I've created... With my sin, I've created conflict that I can't fix. Um, and so in this moment, what you need to do as we sing this song is you need to go up and talk to Lauren or talk to Zach or somebody. Talk to me. <laughs> I'll be in the back. And you need to say, look, I, I need to make this right. Um, and they can help you with how to do that. Um, and you might also be someone in here that's going, okay, so yeah, I haven't handled conflict well in this group. I've held bitterness towards somebody, and, and I see now that that's going to tear apart our testimony. That it, it, the more that I hold that, the worse it gets. That, that, that There's nothing good that's going to come out of that. And as a believer, the way I should handle that conflict is right now, not later, but right now, during this song, I should seek reconciliation in the Lord. So you ask the Lord to forgive you, and you ask that person to forgive you. Right? You can do that now. But for anyone else in here, let's just thank God for the fact that he didn't say, you know what, I'm going to stop paddling to and let the world fall apart <laughs> um, because you're, you're in conflict with me. No, God, when he had every right, he is all powerful and, and completely good, um, sent his son to die for us. So let's just sing and thank him for that um, because he's worthy of that. Let's sing now and let me pray. Dear Lord, I thank you that you are good and that your um, gospel is true. And Lord, I pray that, um, that the words that I've said, that people would just see through them, <laughs> that would see through them to you um, and uh, that they would look to your word. Lord, um, that it would be your power and your your grace working in their hearts right now, Lord. And I pray that people would respond, Lord. I pray that in this time, um, people would take action, that they would not wait and let this conflict, whatever it may be, um, continue to to well inside their hearts, Lord. Lord, we thank you um, for your word. And I, I thank you for this opportunity that I've had to, to bring your word to, to these friends of mine, Lord. And I pray that uh, in this time of, of response, uh, we would feel your presence uh, so great, Lord, that, that it would drive us um, to nothing but response, Lord, and action. Lord, it's in your name we pray. Amen.